Today, we're talking about whether to push through or take a break when it comes to your yoga practice and how to know when to do what. But before we get started, I wanted to invite you to join me for class. If you are someone that loves to go beyond what you think is possible, geeks out about alignment and form, and you're ready to take that next step in your practice, you're in the right place. I have a new student special that is 15 days of online and on-demand classes for just 30 bucks. You will love this community of yogis, and we also get to connect with each other, which is my favorite part. Just go to my website at meetmeonyourmat.yoga to find out more about this unique program of classes. So are you ready to begin this week's yoga chat? Because I am. Hello, and welcome to the Meet Me on Your Mat podcast, the space to get and stay inspired to keep up a lifelong yoga practice. My name is Tori, and I'm a yoga teacher that loves to explore the why of someone's practice. And that's what we do here. Expect conversations with real people that step on their mat daily, even though it would be easier to do something else with their time. Career, kids, the ups and downs of life, and yoga, we are going to talk about it all. Let's get started. Hi, I'm so glad that you joined me for this yoga chat today. I think that there is such a slight difference between the times in your practice when you need to push through to expand within your practice and maybe go a little bit deeper and those times when you actually just need a break. And today we're going to be exploring both sides of this. Now, the first thing that I really want to dive into is resistance towards your practice. And maybe when you were a beginner to yoga or you just found yoga or you were just thinking about doing yoga, you understood that there was some resistance to showing up for yourself on your mat. And so that resistance was there because the experience of yoga really does offer up quite a bit of change within not only your physical being, but also pretty much every other aspect of your life. And I often tell my students that resistance is just a sign that good things are on their way and that that is a time to push through. Now, as someone that has taught yoga for over a decade now, there is a resistance that happens, and I've seen this so many times over and over again. There is a resistance that happens somewhere around year two of a regular practice. And what what I see is, so someone shows up to yoga, they're a newbie. They fight through the resistance of that first month, two months of showing up uh, and making their way through uh, a normal practice two to three times a week. Then they start stepping up their practice. It's changed their life. Their you know physical symptoms and ailments are starting to fall away, uh, and they're starting to feel healed emotionally. They're standing taller in their own life. A lot of the times they've made career jo- career moves or they've actually moved places. They have a whole new posse of friends that they hang out with that are super positive people and they are living this yoga dream life. 
And then around year two, they stop showing up to class or rolling out their mat at all. And there's this massive resistance that starts to happen for them. And usually I, I get an email about it. It has happened for 10 years. I just don't know what's going on, Tori, but I really just, you know, I, I, I'm having a hard time getting the time for me. Maybe something happens, you know, in their life where all of a sudden they don't have enough time to practice or they feel like they don't have enough time to practice. Uh, and that is that, that happens. So forgive yourself for that. All right. And I'm the yoga teacher that's going to tell you, listen, if you can show up once a week for yourself, one hour out of one whole week, you're doing a good job. All right. Uh, I, I practice six days a week, but that doesn't mean that's what's meant for you through your whole life. And through my whole practice, that has not been the case. You know, there have been plenty. There was one year where if I made it to my mat three days a week, I was pretty impressed with myself. It was just what was happening that year. And that was not, that was not as much as I normally practice. And it felt like a falling away and it felt like there was resistance, but I kept showing up. So, uh, just know that if you're having one of those two year, you know, I'm in two years, it could happen later on. You could be eight years in and this could happen to you, but, uh, it usually is around that two year mark. Now, why does it happen there? The resistance happens there because you are about to make an even greater change, a greater positive change. And if you have read any uh, books about neuroscience and brain chemistry and all of this stuff, one of my favorites is You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Awesome read. Highly recommend it. So if you've read any book like that, the brain and the body have become really, really used to the cocktail that you serve, this chemical cocktail that you serve up to it every day. And the chemicals that are released into the body are there because of the thoughts that you think. All right. So if you're thinking the same thoughts every day, then then you're serving up this same, uh, the same enzymes and hormones are being released in the body and the body is very used to it. All right. It is just very used to it. It's very happy with it. And then you start taking a yoga class and you start living a different life and it is starting to change everything. And your body starts fighting against it, you know, because it really likes where you are and you're starting to do new things, which means you're thinking new thoughts, which means that, you know, a new cocktail is being served up in your body and what shows up is resistance. All right. So it's not just, you know, you're lazy, it's resistance towards something new. So just you know, hear me out in this. It might sound a little woo-woo and crazy, but uh, I do believe that this happens because I've seen it happen over and over and over again. So instead of going back, backwards to, you know, what was happening in the body before you found yoga, this is that moment where you have to push through. Um, and fight through that resistance and get on your mat. And I'm telling you, when you're fighting through this resistance, it's a real thing. So get on your mat once a week. All right. Once a week. And that is your time to push through. Now, 
That being said, a lot of the times you don't feel resistance, but you're starting to achieve new things within your practice. All right. So it's not about, I don't want to show up. It's should I show up right now because I'm a little sore and I'm really tired and I have better things to do or I could get A, B, and C done and yada, yada, yada. There's like, you know, I could go on and on and on with the amount of things that I hear. Um, So, you know, and that's life. Like I said, forgive yourself. If that's what's happening, that's what life is, right? Uh, So no worries there. But uh, there is, you know, those moments in your practice where all of a sudden you're noticing great change. Like maybe you went to a workshop, you're right. So shout out to all of my, my yogis that came to, uh, my back bends and twists workshop last weekend. Uh, all I keep hearing is how sore your quads are. Yes, they are because your form is better in your back bends, right? So should they stop back bending this week? Heck no. To really solidify this new technique and new thought, it's better to get on the mat and move through that soreness so that they can come to the other side of it with a greater understanding uh, of of what great technique is and that it's just added onto their practice. And then of course, because of, you know, working with great alignment and technique, then all of a sudden new things are going to start uh, opening up within their practice postures that maybe were impossible a couple of months ago are now starting to wake up and be realized within the body. And that's what makes it awesome. So in those moments, that is definitely a push through moment uh, because new the muscles are being used in a different way, uh, and sore is not a bad thing. Or, you know, sore, especially in yoga, if you're always kind of riding that edge of what's possible within your practice, and that's not everybody's practice, but that is kind of, you know, the classes that I teach is that whole, like, what's possible? Can we go a little further? Could the alignment be a little bit better? You know, if you're always exploring these kind of thoughts, then yes, the, you know, you're going to be sore, you know, and the sore should change and it should shift. And now if you're always sore in your quads for like three years, then you need to talk to somebody (laughs) because that's not normal, but the sore should move around the body, you know, as you explore new concepts and new thoughts within your practice. So those are, you know, two instances there when you're experiencing resistance towards the practice and then maybe when you're about to create something new, you know, when the body is really on track and the mind is open to what's possible, that's when we push through. That's when you keep rolling out the mat and you keep doing your yoga because, great change is going to happen. Yoga dreams are going to be realized, all of that good stuff. And you're going to surprise yourself. And that's one of my favorite things about a yoga practice are those, those moments where, uh, you know, you're surprised at what's, what's available to you within the mind and the body. And then your spirit just soars because it's, it's, it's like one of those gifts that nobody else can give you the gift of yoga or experiencing a posture you never thought possible. You're the only person that could give that to you. And so it's just this great, great feeling of accomplishment. And I love that. So if you're experiencing resistance, whether it's in the beginnings or it's in that two-year 
in the two-year cycle that I have seen happen so many times, or if it's somewhere else, like I said, eight years, you're, you're kind of like, oh, you know, is there more? And maybe if it's eight years, maybe you just need to switch it up. You know, uh, maybe you need to take a, a new class or experiencing a different teacher and hear different words hit your body. And that's good too. You know, just maybe that's what's creating the resistance. But if it's a muscle soreness or, you know, new thoughts and stuff, you know, new thoughts, you took a workshop, you took from a teacher you've never taken from before, and they said something different, and now you're very sore in certain ways. Uh, That's just good stuff. So I do urge you on all of these fronts to get to the other side of it. It will get better. It will get better. Now, when to take a break? because I believe in breaks. So just a short story. When I first started teaching yoga, uh, I was teaching whenever I can. And anyone that is a yoga teacher remembers their first year because anytime someone asks them to teach, they say yes, until it's almost impossible. So I was teaching seven days a week if I could. You know, if someone had a class, you know, they they wanted me to cover a class, I would do it. So I was teaching, you know, every day of the week if I could. And then if I actually had a day off, I would still show up and practice. And uh, about, (laughs) I don't know, I think it was two or three months into me teaching professionally that my husband sat me down and was like, listen, no one wants to be married to the crazy yoga teacher. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, everyone has a break from their job. So you have to take one day off a week where there is no yoga. And I am so glad that I have such a solid partner uh, in my life and that he saw that in me because he knows that both of us are kind of like this. It's all or nothing. You know, it's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it as great as I can. And And I think a lot of people that are attracted to yoga are kind of in that mindset, you know, like we like to do hard things. So I'm very, very grateful to him for setting this standard for me 10 years ago because I love my day off. And on my day off, I don't do anything. I don't do any yoga. You know, I don't do my normal warm-ups or any of that stuff. Maybe I'll do some self-myofascial release if I feel like my body really needs that. But there is no yoga. It is a time for other things. So every Sunday, it's, you know no yoga. And I, I don't compromise it. You know, I, I do not compromise that. That is a day off and everybody deserves at least one day off from everything. Right. So, uh, take a day off. If you're feeling super burnt out, make sure that you have one day where maybe there is no yoga or it's just meditation or, or I shouldn't say just meditation. That's even harder than asana work. Yes. And so, you know, switch it up. Do I meditate on that day? Sure. Yes, absolutely. But I don't physically get on my mat and move through an asana practice. All right. So do take breaks, but I so one break a week is fine. Like one day off, no problem. And honestly, if you're someone that likes to practice like two or three days a week, feels really nice on your body. I'm not telling you to step it up to six days a week. You know, do what feels good to your life and your body and your mind. You should never be stressed out from trying to get in yoga into your life. (laughs) So that being said, 
here are some of my rules for when you need to take a longer break than one day. All right. So you are super sore and it's not getting better, better, no matter how long you practice. All right. So there is always this thought in the yoga world where, and I, you know, I have said this before is the way to undo the yoga is to do more yoga. And in many instances, that is completely true. You're going to feel better if you move through your practice, no matter what. But if you are practicing for weeks on end and the same spots in your body are super sore and your body is not able to repair itself, you need to take a break at least three days, three or four days. All right. And let your body come back to normal and get some rest. I promise you, you'll still be able to backbend. You'll still be able to press into an arm balance if that's part of your practice or get upside down when you come back. All right, take a break. And maybe you need a little longer than that, maybe a week off or two weeks off. And when you come back, you're going to feel so much better and fresher. So always remember, if you're super sore and it's just not getting better class or your time on the mat isn't giving you some relief from it, take a break. All right. So that's rule number one. Rule number number two is you're no longer excited about the prospect of working through a posture that once thrilled you. So there, there are always, you know, postures that you enjoy working on because for whatever reason, it makes you feel strong. It makes you feel flexible. It makes you feel like you've can accomplish anything and working on certain, you know, aspects of a, of a posture or a certain, a certain posture in itself is a great thing for your practice, but it should be exciting and fun and interesting. And if you think about working on that posture that day and you just get a big, like, ugh, and it's not the resistance thing, it's not the resistance thing, but it just makes you feel you know, kind of, you know, just exhausted from the thought of working on it again, you need to take a break. All right. So take a break, maybe not from your whole practice, but maybe from that posture work that you're doing, uh, to uh, the work that you're doing to work towards that posture. Maybe that needs to be let go of for that day, or maybe you just need the break. It's okay. Uh, and when you come back, when you have that feeling, of, uh, yeah, I, I am excited about doing that. I do want to do that again. Then, you know, it's time to come back or this is another thing. Maybe you've just, you know, beaten that posture to death and you need to go and concentrate on a different posture. So take a break from that one for a while. It still will be marinating in your body and your mind. If you take a break from the physical work of it and go concentrate on something that's completely different, you know, so if you are, you know, all about getting into Kapatasana, full camel, and you just, you, you know, you've, you do drills and, and you do wall walks and you do backbends every day and you're doing all of this stuff because you really want to, to accomplish that posture. And then it falls away and you're not feeling great about working on it, then guess what? It's time for you to work on, you know, let's get a better side crow or let's, uh, work on, 
Yogi Dandasana, which is bringing your foot into your armpit. Or let's start perfecting our inversions. Uh, so go work on a different aspect uh, or a different posture for a while and then come back to it so you're not burnt out on it. It will, like I said, it's still going to evolve. It's still going to change when you come back to the work of it or all of a sudden the work of it shows up in the class that you're taking. It, it will be great. All right. So there's, there, you know, Sometimes letting go of something brings it closer to you anyways, uh, and just letting go of that thought for a while and taking a mental break from it will help you realize it even quicker. So there's, you know, taking the break from your whole practice and there's taking the break from aspects of a practice. So that is also kind of what we're talking about as well. Now, another rule about when to know when to take a break is if you stop and you close your eyes and you think about stepping on the mat, if it does not make you feel expansive, but it makes you feel like this shrinking, contracted feeling, and you'll know the difference, then your body needs a break. That is your body saying, hey, I need a break. But, you know, so like there are some great things that if you just tune in and you already have a practice, so you are tuned in a little bit, if you just stop and close your eyes and think about your practice. And when I'm doing it right now, I feel this huge expansive feeling going on, even though I am a little sore right now. It's a very big and expansive feeling and I'm excited to roll out the mat tomorrow. But there have been other times, I would say probably about three years ago, I would close my eyes and I would think about my practice and it would contract. And you know what I would do? I wouldn't practice that day because my body knows better. In some instances, it's going to tell you. So I'd take the break and then, but I would make sure that the next day I would go be just to make sure it wasn't a resistance thing happening. So there, I will tell you the resistance thing is different than this feeling that your body will give you when you concentrate on this expansion or contraction. And this is such a great thing. If you start using this tool in so many other ways, what you're doing is developing intuition. So, uh, I use this when I have a hard time making a choice about something, I'll close my eyes and think about it. Which one makes me feel expansive? Which one makes me feel contracted? Your body knows your, your, your inner intuition and guide knows. And so you can use this also when you're unsure about whether to take a break or whether to push through it, you're, you will have a direct answer to it. All right. But like I said, if unless you're super sore, you know, um, you're not so thrilled about it and you need more than a couple of days off. But when you use this, this, this technique, I do urge you that maybe the next day you don't have to do a full on practice, but I would get on my mat, uh, just to make sure until you really understand the difference between resistance and, uh, what this feels like this inner knowing of, I need a break because they are, they are different. It is very slight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, take breaks guys. It's okay. Uh, in, especially if you're someone that feels like your practice will fall apart during a break, please know that it won't. Now, if you, if you take a break for six months, you cannot expect to return to your mat in the same condition that you were before you 
you stop practicing. All right, so also be gentle with yourself. If a break does happen, that's longer than anticipated. But, and if this is you and you've taken a six-month break, begin again, all right? Just choose this as a sign. You're listening to a yoga podcast. You obviously still want to practice. So get back on your mat this week, all right? We have a holiday weekend coming up, so you might have a little extra free time to step on your mat and breathe into you and reacquaint yourself with the practice. And it will always be there for you if you've taken a long break. But uh, make sure that um, your breaks don't become six months, all right? Because to really continue with the benefits of a yoga practice, you do want to just integrate it into your life, that it's just part of who you are and of what you do within the confines of your week and uh, that it is your time set aside for you. And so I hope that all of these thoughts help you this week, whether you are battling resistance or if you're feeling extra sore uh, or maybe even injured and you need that break, then take the break um, or learn how to push through and get to the other side of things. Because I, I, I do know when you are wading through that lake of resistance, that when you get to the other side of it, some pretty cool things are going to happen for you. And it's more than just achieving a posture, though that is super cool. But you will also be open up to other possibilities within your life. And I really believe that if anything, if yoga gives us that, this, this awakening to the possibilities of what, you know, uh, possibilities of our life, then, then we're on the right track. All right. So it's more than just postures. Remember that and, uh, keep going, whether it's, you know, taking a break or pushing through, there is this, this thought of letting it keep going and evolving and shaping this practice into your life. So have a great week, everybody. It was great to share this time with you. Next week, we will take a break from the podcast uh, because it is a holiday week, but then I will see you back on here in two weeks with a great interview. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Have a great one, everyone. Uh, if you would like to chat with me about this thought or have any thoughts of your own, come meet me on the Facebook page or, uh, or on Instagram. You can DM me or leave a comment on the podcast announcement. And I'd love to hear from you and connect with you in that way. Have a great week, everybody. Happy 4th of July to my friends in the States. And I'm looking forward to the day we get to meet on your mat. Have a good one.